Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rod Taylor, a.k.a. The Penguin Gotham, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Hello, hello, good afternoon, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Geek Vibes Live Interview. As you probably already know, I'm your host, Tia Fabi, and today I am going to get such an exciting interview. I will be speaking with Jay Ali from Daredevil Season 3. Now, he's going to join us in a few, but I am just so excited to be speaking with him. And I know that I say that about a lot of people that come on this show, but I mean, come on, it's exciting. And especially because we are just one week after the premiere of Daredevil Season 3's premiere. Now, I do want to say before I go any further that if you have not watched Daredevil Season 3, first of all, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you should probably go and watch that this weekend. Um, and the second thing I want to say is there's definitely going to be spoilers in this interview. So if you haven't watched Daredevil Season 3 and you don't want anything to be ruined for you, I would say, you know, listen to this afterwards. But definitely listen to it because it's going to be a good one. Um, me, myself, I binged Daredevil Season 3. I could not wait for that to come out. Um, it's been two years since Daredevil Season 2, and, you know, even though, yes, we did get Matt Murdock in The Defenders, it's just, it's nothing like seeing Charlie Cox and his, uh, and all his crew in their actual realm of daredevil, because that's when they just daredevil best. And I have to say that the third season was hands down the best season. And I didn't think that anything could top season two, but that's just my biasness because I'm such a big fan of the Punisher. But season three just topped it. It really did. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Um, The fact that even if you want to go at it in a non-comic book uh, superhero viewpoint, it was just an amazing story with these really well-rounded characters, some who we have seen throughout the seasons and some that were new to us, such as Jay Ali's Ray Nadim. And we, of course, got Wilson Bethel, who came in as uh, first, you know, special agent Ben Poindexter and eventually became the villain that we know him as, Bullseye. And it was just amazing, guys. It really was. I'm sure if you watch it, you can agree with me. There was just and we now at this point have had numerous seasons to all of the shows. And honestly, I, I have to rank this season as being the best. I don't know if anyone can disagree with me because 
whether Daredevil is your favorite superhero, you prefer someone else, you can't deny that it was just storytelling at its best. It was character development at its best. And I just feel like all I want to do with everyone is talk about it. And last week we, for our top 10, we did the top 10 Marvel um Netflix moments and we talked a lot about Daredevil. I wanted to talk about season three because I had just watched it, but it was so fresh that we decided not to include that in the show. But then on Sunday, we did a recap for season three and I just felt like two hours of talking about it just wasn't enough because it was that good. Um, Obviously, we all know kind of what's going on with Netflix right now. They canceled Iron Fist. They canceled Luke Cage. And um, it was kind of really bad timing, I have to say, that they decided to announce the fact that they were canceling Luke Cage on the same day that they premiered Daredevil Season 3. I hope that didn't hinder anyone from watching Daredevil um, because even though we were all really depressed about Luke Cage, Daredevil was worth it, even though there were plenty of moments in Daredevil that warranted being depressed. I will say that um, Daredevil is definitely angsty, and after what we saw in Daredevil Season 2 and what we saw in The Defenders, I guess Matt has a right to be a little angsty about things, but it was really nice how we saw everything come together with, um, with the crew. That, if I have to say what my biggest complaint of season two was the fact that um, the the season just looked to tear apart the friendships that we saw with Matt and Foggy and Karen, and that really was the cornerstone of what made season one so great. We saw these three human beings from different walks of life come together and just be the family that all of them needed. And for season two to pull them apart was really devastating to watch. And I really didn't feel like they did a good job in the defenders explaining that because it was so rushed. We only had eight, eight episodes um, and three other main characters to concentrate on. So we obviously couldn't get the full story with Matt. Um, So it was nice to kind of see Uh, that happened in season three. That's something that I personally have wanted since the end of season two was when the hell are Matt, Foggy, and Karen going to become friends again? Because this whole uh, lone wolf act of Matt's is not cutting it for me. And I think that Matt eventually saw that as well, especially when he's up against uh, the Tour de France in Wilson Fisk and of course when we have Bullseye come in and his skills are just something that we haven't seen before Matt hasn't seen before that was just insane and he needed the support of Foggy and Karen and even though the two of them don't personally put on a costume and fight crime at night they certainly bring their own skills and knowledge to the table so I think Matt really saw that he needed that this season and that was really important and that was really good to watch um I just really loved season three I actually binge watched it twice the weekend it came out and that may sound like wow that person really did that but yes I did that because it was that good 
as soon as I finished all 13 episodes, I had to go back and I had to watch the 13. I'm really happy that um, Daredevil Season 3 didn't follow the trend that Iron Fist Season 2 did and cut it down to 10 episodes because there's no way that we could have watched the same story that we watched with only 10 episodes. And granted, I understand why Iron Fist Season 2 did that, and as much as I have been a critic of Iron Fist Season 1, I have to admit I liked the second season. I don't know if that's going to get some heat um, from people, but I liked it. I was definitely a little disappointed hearing that it got canceled, especially with the way that it ended. And, of course, Luke Cage was the biggest surprise out of all of us because they were guaranteed to have a third season, and that's something that we're not going to be able to see now. Those are stories that are left untouched. Um, And I really, you know, maybe I can see a few characters getting shuffled around onto the other shows if they so choose to not cancel the other shows. But I really just don't see um, the story uh, being completed from the second season of Luke Cage. I just really don't. So that is disappointing. But, um, you know, I wanted to refer to something that we had spoken to when we wrapped up, did our uh, review on Daredevil Season 3, one of my associates, uh, Juwan, mentioned that Daredevil Season 3 kind of cut itself off from the rest of the Marvel Netflix universe by saying that Foggy was no longer going to be a part of Hogarth's uh, law firm. So if if it really came down to the fact that maybe Daredevil is the last show standing, um, it wouldn't need the other shows, which I know that we all, you know, we all view this kind of like a very Avengers similar universe where they all kind of talk to each other and hang out with each other. But it may, who knows, come down to the the fact that it could only just be Daredevil, which would be crazy. It started with Daredevil, it ends with Daredevil, I guess. Um, I'm really pulling for a fourth season, guys. That's something that I would really like. Um, even though they kind of did end it um, nicely in season three, I was sitting there thinking, you know, if they did decide to um, not renew it, that it was a nice ending as opposed to the ending of Iron Fist season two and the ending of uh, Luke Cage season two. But still, I mean, not to beat a dead horse, but I really in- – I would really enjoy a fourth season. I think that they could have more material to draw on and to make a show. We saw what happened with Bullseye at the end, and we could bring him back. He could be an even bigger and badder villain in season four. I mean, that would be crazy. Certainly, we saw that Wilson Bethel has the the ability to do that. So I think that, you know what, if they wanted to make a season four, they should definitely see if uh, Wilson Bethel's schedule is good with it, and they should bring in Bullseye as the main villain because we we definitely need to see more of that. That whole story was just insane of what they did and how they showed his background and his psyche and the fact that, I mean, how the hell did this guy get into the FBI is the like main question that I've seen kind of from around and what I've talked about with some people who have also seen the third season. It's like, how the hell has this guy, you know, been an FBI agent? He looks like he can't even keep it together for, you know, a whole five minutes, but 
that's kind of what was amazing about watching him was because at some moments he really was just the the epitome of uh, clarity and calm and really looked like this guy had it all together. And then we saw moments, obviously, where he didn't have it all together. And after the ending of season three of Daredevil, it really seems like um, that whole calm uh, bullseye, that calm Dex, we're not going to get anymore. He's full-on villain mode, and that would just be even scarier to watch because we saw already in season three that once this guy gets a mission in his head, there's no stopping him. So, I mean, if he, and if at essentially if he doesn't have Wilson Fist there calling the shots and it's just him, I mean, I would be scared really for Karen's life in that moment or Matt's life, all of them, because there's really no stopping him. And as they said, he is the guy who never misses. And he could definitely just really wreak a lot of havoc on Hell's Kitchen, on all of New York City now as the real bullseye. And it would be really interesting, I guess, to see um, who repaired him. I know that he was getting a surgery at the end of season three to repair his back after Wilson Fisk essentially destroyed it. And I'm wondering who the hell paid for that? Um, you know, is he still on Wilson Fist time? I don't think so, considering the guy essentially tried to kill both him and Vanessa, and we all know how much uh, Wilson Fisk loves Vanessa. So, I mean, who was paying for uh, Bullseye to get his back repaired? That would kind of be interesting, I feel like, to discover that. Um, and honestly, just I didn't think that really that they could bring in a secondary villain and he could stand up against Wilson Fisk because there's no one like Vincent D'Onofrio, honestly. Um, But I think that Wilson Bethel did a fantastic job as that character. And the fact that we saw him in the Daredevil costume the entire season was just really frightening and I saw something online of where someone said that this was a really interesting decision to kind of keep Matt Murdock in the black outfit and only have the red outfit being worn by Dex. It was a really, like, cool um, Matt essentially facing his inner demon and having to confront the ideology of Daredevil himself. Um, and that was really interesting. And I don't know if you guys follow Boss Logic online. He's this fantastic artist who always does these amazing illustrations that sometimes look better than what we actually see. And he did a costume that's now in the comics of Daredevil. And if they had a fourth season, it would be really interesting if we brought that style of the Daredevil costume on and kind of retire the red costume altogether. Um, I just think that would be really cool as just uh, – but. I'm going to stop talking now because we have Jay Ali on the phone. Welcome, Jay. Jay? Jay, you're on the Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on. I've been talking about how excited I am to speak with you today. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. I'm very excited to speak to you as well. 
<laughs> well, you know, um, and again, I just want to mention for anyone who, again, is tuning in, um, we are definitely going to talk spoilers. So if you haven't seen Daredevil Season 3, go right now to go watch it. I don't care what you're doing. Go watch Daredevil Season 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop listening. Go and watch it. Go and watch it. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if this is like a bad way to start the interview, but time I hear your character's name, all I want to do is imitate Wilson Fisk as he's shouting Nadim as the car's like rolling over. <laughs> do you know what? That's so funny because my sister does the same thing. She, she <laughs> like when I, I speak on the phone, she goes, Nadim, Nadim. <laughs> so that's really funny. I'm going to have to tell her about that. You thought the same thing. It's iconic, and it's funny, yeah. that scene, I was worried for Nadim. I thought, oh, is this the last we've seen of him? We only got a few episodes, and now suddenly a car rolled over, and that's it. No more Nadim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no more Nadim and no more family. Oh, God. I mean, really, you just, like, pulled at the heartstrings of everyone this season. I mean, that uh-huh. was just insane. Um just having you come in and, you know, you're not a comic book character and to really just almost be, you really were a big standout in this season. Um, and I would love to know, like, what really went into the development of Ray Nadim? Oh, thank you. That's very sweet of you to say. Yeah, I mean, like, it's always difficult to come in, like you're saying, and go into a comic book show and, and not play a comic book character and be a completely original character. You always always wonder like how everyone's going to respond to it. Um, but Eric Olsen and his writers uh, had totally flushed out Rain of Doom, you know, before I'd got the role. And um, they made it very, very easy for me to play this character because the writing was so good. Um, and, you know, the whole part of it was like making him very human. Uh, very empathetic or like people needed to look at Raina Deem and go, oh man, yeah, I don't know what I did in that situation. Like, you know, and um, yeah, I mean, like we sat down and Eric told me when I got the role, he's like, look, you're the heart of the show and we're going to put a lot of weight on your shoulders, but you never really know until like you get each episode and be like, oh wow, this is, uh, this is getting really, really interesting. And I think my whole thing about the, the character of Raina Deem was making sure that people, were sympathetic to his situation, you know, and made people think like, you know, what would I do in that situation? And, and you know, it's very important to bring across the human element. It's, it's sometimes, you know, the human elements can sometimes get lost in these comic book stories. We don't really look at the consequences of these superheroes, what kind of consequence they have on the average person. Um, so I think that was really, really really special and like you always worry when you do this when you do something like this you you don't know how everyone's going to respond to it because people want to see action people want to see daredevil you know people want to see wilson fisk but you know the response to reina dean has been absolutely mind-blowing and I, i i'm really happy not just for me because you know you always think you're doing a good job but you never know till it comes out but i was really happy to um to see that people got reina dean people got his character that was pretty special. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, you know, what you said about consequences because really in Daredevil we see a lot of these characters essentially not facing consequences. I mean, everything that Wilson Fisk did and suddenly he's out and 
um, a lot of that I know weighed on Nadine's shoulders, but I, essentially he's, it's kind of, it's, it was so interesting when we first see the first interaction between Nadim and Wilson Fisk and Nadim is just kind of tired of going to see this guy. He's like, Oh geez, I got to see this guy again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it must've been just crazy acting across Vincent D'Onofrio, especially as he's playing someone like Wilson Fisk. Yeah, of course. And, and like he totally encompasses Wilson Fisk. I mean, when you go into a prison cell, you're not going in to speak to Vincent D'Onofrio, you're speaking to Wilson Fisk. And that was my first scene. Um, you know, I that was like, for me, getting the role and starting shooting Daredevil, that was my first scene. So it was very overwhelming. But man, that guy was just the best. And like, he supported me and he spoke to me and he made me feel very, very comfortable. I mean, it's pretty overwhelming. The whole process has been pretty overwhelming. And then to have him standing in front of me, and he's a giant of a man. He's super imposing. Um, and then I, I, I've said it before, but I learned more in that first scene with him than I had in my previous 10 years of acting. Um, and uh, he was just brilliant. He was just like uh, my mentor, my friend. He was he was everything. And, and if it wasn't for him, I don't think I would have been able to give the performance that I had done throughout the season if it wasn't for him supporting me at the beginning. Wow, that's amazing to hear. Um, and that's really cool to hear, honestly. Um, with uh, your character, he really definitely goes through a roller coaster kind of of, of decisions. And um, my question is really, as you were going through the episodes, did you personally have any input as to, like, you know, what you thought, how, how you thought Nadine would react in a specific moment? Um, no, I didn't, but I didn't need to because, you know, Eric had flushed that well and the writing was so good. There's never a moment where the, the script came along and I was like, huh, I don't know about this. You know, everything was like, yeah, I totally get this. I mean, everything had so much weight to it. Everything he said, everything he did, there was, he was aware of the consequences and there was a, a, a conflict in pretty much everything he did from making the deal with Wilson Fisk to getting him out of prison to, um, with Dex, when Dex uh, first starts getting investigated, you can see there's a conflict in everything he does. Um, you know, he's constantly in the grey area. You know, as to God, I don't know. What, I know what I should be doing, but my heart's here. It's, yeah, it's just a very, very human element to this. To this. Um, 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 so yeah, that um, that was something that was all about Raina Dean was that like, everything he he did and went through like you can see it and then the writing and like yeah so to answer your question no there wasn't really much i needed to say uh or change uh the only thing which was which came halfway through the season was that like eric and the writers were conflicted as to whether or not rainer dean should die um and we spoke about that at length and yeah we decided and i for me i didn't think there was another outcome i don't think that the other outcome would have been as in, impactful. And I think what's most important here is the storyline and what's best for the show. And also what Eric wanted to get across. I mean, Eric, Eric is saying something this season about how tyrants can corrupt, you know, uh, innocent people with fear and manipulate people. And I was like, if you want to tell this story and the Rainer Dean has to die. Um, so that was the only 
think this discussion we came across with, with Ray, that was it, whether we keep him alive or, or kill him. Yeah, and that scene, honestly, I was sitting at home and my boyfriend was like half watching and I was like, no, they're not going to kill him. They can't. That wouldn't be good. Something's going to happen right now where like he's saved and no, that didn't happen at all. It was so upset. And if you go online, people are just the outpour of people not not happy at all, you know, with Nadine's death because um, especially by the hands of someone like Dex. Um, and yeah. how, like, how was it filming that scene um, between you and Wilson Bethel's bullseye? Well, me and the scenes between me and Wilson are always not difficult, but in between it's funny because we're such good mates. Um, and we always have a good joke. So sometimes it's hard to get to that point where, you know, one of your best friends is going to shoot you in the head, you know, like it's, um, <laughs> it can get, it can get quite uh, confusing at times, but it was, I mean, we both, we both knew what the scene was and what it represented. And we got it done pretty quick, actually, that scene. Um, and, but, but by that point, you know, me and Wilson had between each other. Um that we've got that done, but that wasn't actually my last day of shooting. I think that's what kind of didn't make it so bad. If that was my last day of shooting, I think everyone would have been like, oh my God. But I actually, my last day of shooting was uh, when we did the shootout scene um, when we were trying to get to the courthouse. Um, So it was weird to die and then come back alive again and then keep shooting for the rest of the week. Um, But yeah, it was a, it was, it was a, it was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. But at the same time, we were like, right, we've still got more work to do. It was my last scene with Wilson, which was sad. And we had a good hug and, and had a good chat about it. So, but it was, it, it, I, I couldn't have like, you know, I'm glad it was him that did it. I actually meant that line when he says, look, I'm, I'm glad it's you. Like, I'm glad it's him that did it because we started the journey together and it was nice to go out with him as well. Yeah, and it's funny because I definitely saw on Twitter some exchange between you and Wilson that was a little raunchy, and I thought it was kind of funny. I giggled a little at it myself. <laughs> yeah, he started it by posting these stupid pictures from my shower scene. Um, so we, we we went back and forth a little bit and set Twitter on fire about it all, and now everyone thinks that we're in a relationship, which is quite funny. <laughs> I mean, you know, the reality of the internet is that people like to imagine people together that aren't actually together on screen, and I can definitely see that there's probably going to be fan fiction about uh, Bullseye and Nadim at some point, if there isn't already. <laughs> yeah, people are looking for a spin-off somewhere, but um, yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. It's, it's, it, he's a, he's an awesome guy. We had a lot of fun together, and. Sometimes it was a nightmare shooting with him because we were just having too much fun. But um, luckily it came across on screen that we uh, were friends and then we we hated each other. So that worked out well. (laughs) (laughs) And um, honestly, like, that was such a powerful scene. But what do you feel personally was your favorite scene to shoot during the duration of Daredevil Season 3? Oh, man. That's a tough one. There were so many. I mean, like, every time I worked the first time with the characters, like, I was, I was very lucky. I'm the only one who worked with everyone throughout the season. 
Um, so each time I worked with Vincent for the first time, or Wilson, or Charlie, or Deb, or Eldon, or, or Joanne, all of them were very, very special moments for me. Um, and just working with all of them. I mean, they're all so brilliant and at the top of their game. They're just phenomenal. And all, like, no one else could play any of those characters. No one else can play Karen Page. No one else can play Foggy. No one can play Sister Joanne, uh, Sister Maggie. You know, so um, they were always very, very special moments. I think having watched it now, I think the scenes, the reveal of Matt Murdock to me, I think was a super intense scene. That was that was really, really mad. And just as a, a, a kid who grew up in, in, in St. Albans in England and then suddenly being in New York shooting Daredevil, that uh, type scene, trying to get to the courthouse, was pretty special just because I was constantly pinching myself that, wow, I'm actually doing this. <laughs> um, so, all, I mean, my first scene with Vincent was amazing. You know, like, all of them were just unbelievable unbelievable i think one of my favorite scenes as well is when i go in and speak to wilson at the penthouse and talk about my friend jiggy um that was a that was a a a good day as well so many so many to mention (laughs) i know i always love putting people in a tough position when i'm interviewing them when it comes to that but um jay you know before i let you go um I don't know if you know what's kind of going on with like Netflix and how Iron Fist and Luke Cage got canceled, but I wanted to know, um, do you know at all, if you have any inkling, are we getting a season four of Daredevil? And if we do, where do you think it's going to go? Uh, I don't know what, what the answer is to any of that. I mean, I'm out. <laughs> so, right. Um, I'm not privy to any of that information. Um, I think Eric said that maybe there is, I don't know. I think there's so much going on. I don't know what the deal is at the moment, but I don't know what will happen. It's interesting to see, you know, like Wilson Fisk is in prison now. Uh, Dex is paralyzed. So I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I just feel very, very fortunate to have been part of what people are calling the best season of Marvel television ever. So I'm very, very fortunate for that. I definitely agree that I think it's the best season ever of any of the Netflix Marvel. Um, and I hope that if we do get a season four, we get a little tribute to Rain Deem. Um, oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> um, Jay, do you have anything that you want to promote, any projects that are upcoming that you would like to let us know about? Watch Daredevil. <laughs> season three yes. on Netflix. It's amazing. Um, what else? <laughs> I've got, I think I'm doing a little stint on The Rookie next week, but don't blink, you might miss me. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah. Oh, and I think there's a movie coming out called The Illegal at some point. Um, But that's about it. But at the moment, just watch watch Daredevil. It's amazing. Nice. Well, I really hope we get to see you more. And yes, people, everyone watch Daredevil Season 3. Thank you so much again, Jay, for coming on and speaking with me. It's been an absolute treat. Thank you so, so much. And thank you all for your kind words and your love and support. You guys are the best. Thank you. All righty. Have a good one, guys. All right. Andrew, bye. bye.